Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies that we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. Also, we're going to say a lot of weird and possibly dirty things, and maybe your kids don't need to hear that. The soundtrack for this series features Keijin Church. Find them at keijinchurch.bandcamp.com or wherever you get music online. Hey y'all, welcome back to Tales from the Cryptid, the podcast where your boy Gaston LaRoe, aka your favorite cryptid, talks about creepy shit from the past. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Phantom of the Opera, where we talk about all the creepy shit that happened 30 years ago in the Opera de Garnier, and we prove once and for all that the opera ghost was real. In the previous episode... Christine finally coming to her senses and remembering the warnings by her angel of music decided to break things off with Raoul once and for all, even though he gave her such beautiful roses and endless support and praise. Going back to her dressing room, she found a message from the angel of music and in the envelope was a beautiful ring that she placed upon her finger. Raoul's bad luck continued with his horses being stolen by none other than the Phantom of the Opera himself. Raoul then decided to chase the Phantom on foot and enact his revenge. Elsewhere, Daroga, the patron, found a house in the middle of the underground lake and as he was attempting to break in, fell down a trapdoor and hurt his ankle. Daroga, last we saw you, you had just fallen down through a trapdoor um, beside the house on the lake, and you fell a pretty good distance, and you hurt your ankle. Sounds like it was a pretty bad distance. Don't be in a dark hole, right? Yeah, you're in a dark hole. So when you fell down, um, you heard the latch uh, close above you, um, but... <laughs> that seems unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I can't get back up there. Yeah, but you heard it. It's important. No, no, no. I mean, it just seems like an, an unnecessary part of this trap. Well, talk to the person who set it up. That wasn't me. <laughs> Could file a complaint. But yeah, you do hear it, it latch above you, and it's real dark. How like, dark is it? It's so dark, you can't see anything. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm sorry. Those are the hardest jokes to do. And like... <laughs> I shouldn't have set you up for that. <laughs> no, it's pretty dark. It's, it's so it's so yeah. dark that Zack Snyder is set to direct it. Oh, that was a good one. There's something there. It's so dark that edge boy lords think that it's funny. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's real dark. It's you can't so see dark. anything. They cut away to it on Family Guy last night. <laughs> There's something there. We'll workshop it. That's my new we'll catchphrase. There's something there. There's something there's there. There's something there. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, like, Jinsi, who's going to end this game of chicken and say, roll to, to see what you see around you? Like, it's going to be you. Okay. <laughs> You're the GM. All right, Jinsi. Roll to see what you see around you. 
No, god damn it. <laughs> you don't see anything. Well, <laughs> using it's dark. My your eyes don't work no more. Other other senses. What what you do broke I your ankle and you've gone blind. <laughs> the, the eyes are connected to the ankle bone. <laughs> Gross. Just basic human anatomy. That's my other. That's my other. Okay, Ben. Yeah, sure. Roll to see what your other senses sense. What do your elf senses see? (laughs) What do your ankle eyes see? Well, one of the things I like about this game is that doesn't have anything that's perception. They don't have that. That's good for them. But what Ben hates looking at things, and he refuses (laughs) to do it on a daily basis. Okay. How about I just tell you? That would be great. You don't see anything. <laughs> right. Right. And we have established this. And hold on. You don't hear anything. Okay. Okay. That's new. And uh, you don't hold taste on. anything. Are well, you are you rolling? What's going you don't on? Smell anything. <laughs> You're starting to feel like you don't feel anything either. Oh shit. <laughs> Ever since my hamster died. <laughs> Jeremy. You have to cut that. I stole that from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't taste anything either. Okay. Yeah. Can Hold, we on. Go Hold, on. Like... Hold on. We've only gotten through three of them. Just There's still through. two more. No, we've, we've done all of them, Gen Z. Yeah. No, you did some of them and it was illegal. What do I feel around me? I, I like. God damn it, Benjamin. If you'll shut the fuck up, <laughs> I will tell you we are getting to the senses. <laughs> you cannot ask me these questions over and over and then keep talking ben you don't taste anything either (laughs) but you do smell something actually and uh it smells a bit like it smells like a little bit like sulfurous um feeling if you want to try and like feel around you um you feel the floor under you and it feels like a really smooth, hard surface, like like maybe marble or s- like really smoothed out stone or something. Can I stand? How bad is this ankle? Roll grit. Yeah. If it's high, then it's real bad. If it's low, then it's not. <laughs> I got a six. Um, yeah, it's not too bad, um, but uh, you're favoring it a little bit. It is sensitive and it's not great, but you can stand. Now. Always on my person, I have matches. Uh, I even have cigars on my person at all times. It's in my uh, backpack. Um, oh, awesome. And not literally for anyone that's... <laughs> it's, it's been a while since the rookie camp. Remember, our, our backpack is things we have on our person, and also some of it is metaphysical. So <laughs> uh, I have a couple of those too. But I have matches and cigars, and I said that uh, when we were setting up. So uh, I'm going to strike a match. Okay, you strike a match, and um, it And everything it explodes. <laughs> and everything, yeah, it explodes. Everything explodes. Um, oh, no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you strike a match, and wow, everything is more illuminated than you think that it should be. Um, because you look around and there's just mirrors everywhere that oh God. are reflecting oh God, this the <laughs> illumination of your match. Uh, I'm amazed by this. Like, okay, well, is there somewhere I can go? Or is this just a small room full of mirrors? It's actually not that small. But you, you can't, like, 
Looking around, it's really hard to determine just how big the room is because the mirrors, there are a lot of them and they are at different angles and some of them seem to be in the middle of the rooms and the, the wall is not regular. It's not just like a, a square room. There's just jagged edges everywhere and just mirrors everywhere and it's kind of hard to tell how big the room is, but it seems pretty big. All right, can I see anything else? Is there anything, like I look up and I see if there's... You look up and the ceiling has a bunch of mirrors on it. Great. <laughs> um, but you do look around and around some corners and here and there, there, it looks like there are metal trees. Like it looks kind of like you're in this, this forest because all of the trees are also being reflected by the mirrors and, and it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell where you are and where everything else is because just the per- your perception is, is real wonky down here. I'm trapped. After, after your match fizzles out and a couple of seconds go by, the whole room starts to get a little brighter. Like you can see a little bit now without the matches. I'm so scared, Chelsea. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, what's going on? Uh, is there a light source coming from somewhere? You, you can't see one. It's like the whole room is just kind of like glowing a little bit. How does it feel in here? And uh, just then, you do hear a noise come from behind you. And there is way up in the mirrored ceiling. One of the mirrors has uh, kind of slid aside a little bit to reveal kind of a grate. And you do see a light source behind it. Um, But you also hear a voice. Ah, my old friend. What are you doing in my trap? Why is there a trap to begin with, Eric? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that. I couldn't give up my old ways. And looks like you couldn't either. Well, I would love to let you out of there and catch up. But unfortunately, I have other things to attend to that are more time pressing. So I'll just leave you in there to simmer a little bit. <laughs> Eric, what? What are you playing at? I'll let you roll for charm. Guess what my lowest skill is? I'm gonna give I'm gonna put it at a ten. Well I rolled a one. <laughs> well you get an adversity token. Hurrah! Yeah. I am rich in those, let me tell you. But you also failed real bad. Uh, it's not a disaster, it's only negative nine, but um, it's pretty bad. And the, the grate, the mirror closes and you hear a click and the room starts to get a little bit brighter now, but it also starts to get a little bit warmer. Like, like the light is reflecting off of these mirrors, like recursively. Yeah. And it's getting brighter and hotter from that, like one light source. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Eric, Eric. Uh, you and Meg have decided to go through like the costume loft 
and find a costume for tomorrow's masquerade. Yes. How's it, how's it going? <laughs> if I say good, are you going to make me roll for it? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, geez. I don't even know what to spin this as. Maybe I'll, brains, because I'm trying to, like, use my imagination and think creatively and, like, hmm. find something that'll work, but, like, be fun. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll I'll give you brains, and you're just trying to find a nice, cute <laughs> outfit, so I'm going to put it at, at a six. Okay. I have the D12. Should I still oh. roll it? <laughs> well, you, you don't have to. You can just succeed, but if you do really well, you could succeed really well. It's true. I do. I, I always want to roll it. <laughs> right? You're going <laughs> to fail. Right. You're going to roll a one. Uh, it's cocked. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, wow. It. wow it really was <laughs> okay hang on one more that's not gonna land on my floor you gotta do it like alex <laughs> be like ah <laughs> okay 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 ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a six. okay well yeah you you succeed good job um plus three. Oh, do you get a well, plus three it's just brains so i don't think so oh, okay I, th- I thought this was a skill, that thing. No, no. I'll take I'll it, though. I'll take a pity plus three. <laughs> well, Alex can give you a fake one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. So, yeah, you do. Uh, you and Meg are, like, having a lot of fun. You're going through <laughs> and, like, pulling out really absurd things and, and looking at them and giggling about them. But then you find the one and describe to us what the one looks like. Ah, uh, hmm. Let me think, because I'm actually kind of thinking. <laughs> okay. I I was kind of thinking like Christine's costume in the past uh past the point of no return, but mm. also that costume's kind of dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe what this is the '90s. Um, early '90s. Yeah. It's the 90s. It's the 90s. <laughs> but I, probably all of the, I mean, it's only 92, and, like, this isn't, like, brand new stuff up in here. So. Yeah. They're costume pieces for the theater. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think that Christine finds, I think it's, like, sorting through a lot of really kind of gaudy costume pieces at first. But mm-hmm. I think in the end, she finds something that's a really nice, like, shimmery faint light blue like almost a silver kind of color um and it's a little less ostentatious it's a little more of like a clean a-line cut but it does kind of billow out a little bit in the right places and it's got the little like puffy princess sleeves and a sweetheart Mm. neckline and it's just it feels very christine it's very like sweet hmm Nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And Meg does too. And she says, oh my gosh, Christine, it looks amazing. That's exactly you. Thank you. I. It, does it fit all right? It feels okay. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's perfect. You really lucked out. Uh, yeah, I, I. it feels good, right? I, I'm sure no one will notice. I don't think anyone's used this costume in years, honestly. 
Yeah, definitely not. I think it's perfect. No one, yeah, no one will even know. Yeah, you should definitely wear it. Uh, this is one that I found, and she shows you <laughs> hers, and it's much more Meg. <laughs> um, it's just, it's a, it's a 1920s flapper dress, <gasps> and it has got gold sequins and beads all over it, so that when she shakes, it goes <gasps> all over. I love it. It's so cute. Yeah, thank you. I think it's so much fun. Like, it's pretty out there, but, you know, it's a masquerade ball. I want to stand out anyway. Yeah, it's perfect. It has so much movement, and uh, that's it'll look amazing when you dance on the dance floor. Aw, thanks, Christine. I like yours, too. It will look, it looks very nice. Thank you. <laughs> so now we just have to find some masks. Yeah. Let's see, maybe uh, we should find you a nice, uh, maybe like a little top hat or something. Like a cute, like, fascinator style. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what a great idea. I love it. Yeah. And so then you go over to um, this, the accessory room with the hats and wigs and masks and stuff. Costume jewelry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Meg finds, like cute little like a little black top hat it's on one of those little clippy things <laughs> can i also see if i can find like an unreasonably long pair of white like gloves oh yeah you, you just do <laughs> yeah. you totally do they're everywhere yes. that's that's a thing that the opera has they got opera gloves amazing <laughs> and they're they're perfect they're lovely um <laughs> Yeah, what about what about the mask? There is like a like a little masquerade section um with tons of different masks. So, you can just pick one and tell us what it looks like. Yeah. Um I think maybe maybe just one of the masks that um I think something fairly typical um and fairly I don't know, not like unadorned, but it's more of a like ceramic style mask mm. uh, where it's like kind of porcelain, like white, and it's got little adornments that are more so part of the ceramic uh, mm. rather than being like little added on embellishments. Mm -hmm. um, and then dangling from the bottom, like right above the cheekbones are just little like, you know, jewelry um, costume pearls. Oh, nice. So it's just white ceramic. With like little designs like in the ceramic? Yeah, maybe a little glitter on top. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a little glitter. Nice. Silver? Yeah. Perfect. All right, it looks beautiful. Oh my gosh, Christine, that's amazing. That's the best one. And it works with your dress so well. Thank you. We're gonna have I... to find you some pearls to go with it. Oh, yes. I mean, as long as, I mean, I'm sure they're all costume pearls. No one's going to miss them. Oh, yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. No one here spends money on real pearls. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, uh, look at the one. I, it's amazing. Look at the one that, that I found. Find such good items here. Yeah, we got lucky. Well, it's because of you know the production that they did mm. of that show. Lab right? OM. Yeah, that <laughs> one exactly. Yes. No. That that was those costumes were iconic. Definitely, definitely. What nice, about you? Which job. one have you picked out? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with um, this little 
a half this little eye mask one. Oh. Um, and it's made out of like it's made out of a metal, mm-hmm. like like filigree, and it looks like it's gold. It's not really gold. Um, mm-hmm. and then it's got some um purple feathers coming out the side. Oh, that's perfect. I love it it feels like it suits you so well. The feathers just add like a little bit of extra flair. Oh, thank you, Christine. We're <laughs> gonna look so great. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait. And um just then you mm-hmm. do hear an announcement that's coming through uh, the speakers in this room that say that call time is soon um, so that everyone should uh, start getting ready for the performance. And um, Meg says, oh my gosh, we were in here for so long. I didn't even notice what time it is. Oh, we have to hurry and get ready for the performance tonight. Oh, you're so right. Here, let's, uh, here, I'll, I'll take your things and we can just run and go. left you you were running through the the halls and the back alleys chasing this person in a long flowy cape and robe we oui. i think raul charmed the phantom pretty outrageously he yeah. did he charmed <laughs> him to leave the horses behind but yes. then uh he took off running and raul decided to chase after him mm. i think that's where we left off mm-hmm. okay so, uh, roll, roll for it. See how it's going. What would you like me to roll, Jensie? Probably flight. But, um, we're going to say that this is going to be an impressive chase uh, due to the fact that you have no idea where this is. And, like, it's kind of a maze back here. Um, and he knows exactly where he's going. So I'm going to put this pretty high. I'm going to put it at a 16. All right. I'll have to, I'll have, to have this explode twice to get that. Oh, my <gasps> God. What is your flight? A six. <laughs> Oh, you can do it. I can do it. All right. (laughs) Heart of the cards, heart of the cards. (laughs) 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 It's a six. Yes, explode, explode. All right. Just just believe in it. Just believe. Oh, it fell down. Fell down. What? I can't see it. Oh. Oh. It went away. Oh. Oh. Oh, I jumbled that. I didn't see what it was. Here we roll it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a six. <laughs> yes. Are you lying? I'm not lying. 100%. Go again. Okay. Oh my God. One more time, so Alex. That's 12. That's 12. 12. I have to get a four or higher. Holy <laughs> moly. Wait, how many adversity tokens do you have? Any? Uh, no, I spent them. Yeah, I have, oh no, I have none. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Come on, you got this. You got this. You can do it. Just... <laughs> Nah, it's a one. Oh, no. Thirteen. Oh. Alex, no. What is it, three off? Yeah. Shit. No. Man. It's, uh... Yeah, no, yeah, it's three off. Three off. Oh, fuck. Not terrible. Not that terrible. That is so close. Two terrible. explosions is pretty cool. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so good. God, I just kind of almost want to give it to you. But that would be cheating. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It was not meant to be. Next time. And look, an anniversary token. 
<laughs> yeah, you got one now. So now you have an adversity token and yes. you failed by three, which is not bad at all. Um, so as you are chasing um, this figure, he's real fast and, and he knows it, all the right turns. And mm. since you have to hesitate a little bit um, after he like ducks around a corner, you lost sight of him. Mad. And oh my goodness. And now you're a little lost in somewhere in this theater house, opera house. <sighs> if all the places to get lost, I am lost here. The place that broke my heart. Well, I suppose I shall turn around and uh, try to find my way out. Okay. Um, you turn around and start trying to find your way out, but... Mm. Yeah, you took a lot of turns, and it's not just a, a, a clear shot out, so let's roll for it. Gotta be brains. I'm gonna put it at seven. Here goes my first roll of the d4. It is a two. Oh, shoot. So you fail by five. You get another adversity token, Hooray. so that's a positive. Um, it's bad, but not a disaster. I am twice lost. What, what room did I find myself in? That I got so lost. There are just like a lot of hallways and stuff back here. So you're in a in, you're in a hallway right now. You're not in in an actual room, but it looks like if you look around yourself, um, it looks like you are in part of the theater where there's a lot of like storage areas hmm. um, because you came in through the loading dock, and so there's just like a lot of storage rooms and stuff. Well, I'm just gonna start trying doors. And you open one, and it's a storage room. <laughs> what kind of stuff is stored in here? <laughs> I'm going to say there's a dragon costume. <laughs> there is a dragon costume. There sure is. And But it looks pretty old, though. Yeah, it's green. It's got blue horns. How, do you, how, do you, how does Raul feel about dragons? Oh, dragons are fantastical beasts from, from the stories my nanny would teach me. I always wanted to be a dragon. There's a dragon costume. Raoul puts on the dragon costume. And you know what? After you put it on, uh, you put like the little, little little hood on with the, the horns that come out of it. And <laughs> it actually doesn't look so bad. It's so terrible. It, it doesn't look so bad. Raoul. I am Raoul. Dragon. While this is going on, uh, you... <laughs> You happen to hear, uh, outside of the room, uh, Christine and Meg running past with some costumes. Christine. She broke my heart. But she might know how to get out of this upper house. I know. I will disguise myself as this dragon. <laughs> and I will ask a way out of this upper house, and she will never know it was me. I leap from the storage room. Oh my gosh, you startled me. Pardon-moi, mademoiselle. I am but a humble dragon, and I am lost in this opera house. Wait, are you not, like, even disguising your voice? Like, <laughs> You sound oddly familiar. Are, do you work here at the opera? I work here as much as any dragon could work anywhere. <laughs> Currently, I'm only working on escaping from this labyrinth you call a opera house. Oh, uh, sure. I, I think that if you just go down the hall and take a right and then a left and then another left, um, I think that the exit should be just right in front of you. A right, a left, a right, and no. then right again? I, no? no, it's it's straight and then a right, then a left, straight. then another left. Right, then a left, 
And then another left? Yes. And then a right? No. No. Straight. Straight. Mm-hmm. The dragon gives you the deepest of bows. <laughs> oh! Thank you very much, mademoiselle. And uh, may I say, as one dragon to another opera person, <laughs> should you come across any long-lost loves from mayhaps a childhood or something, <laughs> this would not be a good time to abandon that. Uh, oh, that's very specific advice. It is. I do. By, by the way, by the way, Raul, um, maybe Wait. you notice that she has a ring on her <gasps> finger now. Forget everything I said. You have broken this dragon's heart for the last time. What? <laughs> what? What's your brain? What's your like natural brains at, Christine? My brain's is a D twelve, so I, I'm pretty smart, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Should I roll? Because I, I could. <laughs> I don't know. Could we do like a contested roll? Like Should we brains oppose brains? Charm? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. yeah. Let's, uh, brains against charm. Yeah. My brain to your brain. <laughs> <clears throat> to my charm. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> the Vulcan mind meld. It's an eight for me. Eight's good. Eight's good. Eight's pretty good. Could have been better. Twelve for me. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, you win. No, you're such a charming dragon. I am Raoul, the charming dragon. I mean, what? <laughs> just dragon. It's a coincidence. <laughs> it's a common name. It's a common name amongst dragons like me. <laughs> I- I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know what I could have done to offend you. You know what you did, and he runs away. <laughs> I'm just standing there puzzling over what I could have possibly done. Um, (laughs) Meg just kind of looks after him and then she looks at you and she's like, what was that? Do not let them see my tears. (laughs) I I don't know. Um, He seemed to think that I had spurned him or uh, offended him in some way. I don't know if I've seen him before, though. Remember, this is this is the person that asked the dead body if he was okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Theoretically, Christina's smart. Christina's book smarts, not <laughs> these two are just honestly perfect not, for each not other. Dead body and dragon smarts. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely couldn't have been Raúl because, like, you didn't spurn him, right? You're engaged to him because of your ring, so definitely couldn't have been Raúl. I don't know, man. And Raul is not a dragon. Yeah, and also Raul's definitely not a dragon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's definitely not. And it would be so weird for him to be upset uh, since, uh, yes. Um, yeah, we, we, we're going to be late. We have to, we should go back to our dressing rooms. Yeah, let's go for sure. <laughs> um, so you two do go back to your dressing rooms. And uh, Raul, do you find the way out pretty easily? You follow the direction she gave you? I believe it was a left, mm. and then a right, <laughs> and then a left again, uh-huh. and then a right. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> no, I don't think those were. I don't think that's the right way. Not even close. <laughs> um, I'm lost again. Oh, you're lost again, Raúl. And now you're dressed as a dragon. But on the bright side of things, 
Uh, even you're though as a dragon. <laughs> you are dressed as a dragon. Congratulations. <laughs> you just need to find a LARP group and you're all set. You you haven't quite gone to the exit. Um, but with that right turn that you made, you are closer to the stage area. And so you kind of are a little bit more familiar with where you are now. There is the booth that I sat in with Philippe. There is the baguette stand. There is where that lady was rude to me. The exit is right next to it. All right, great. And you're going toward the exit. And who should appear but your brother, Philippe? Philippe. Oh, uh, sir, do I know you? Oh, I beg your brother, brother. And I I doff my, my hood. Oh, uh, Raoul, what are you doing dressed as a dragon? Philippe, it is I, Raoul. Yes. Your brother. I see. I am not a dragon. Oh, I see. I know how you may have been confused. I was confused. I sure was confused, brother. I was wondering why this dragon knew who I was. It's because it was me, Raoul. Raoul, you are a very convincing dragon. Thank you, brother. But tell me, brother, why were you dressed as a dragon? Oh, oh, Philippe, it has been a... It has been a long day. Mm. I see. Yes. Um, I met Christine. And oh. Chris- I, gave, I gave Christine the roses. Oh. And then Christine broke my heart. What? And then someone stole our horses. What? And then I chased them and got lost. <laughs> Butterscotch, yes. Oh, dear. And Butterscratch, but no big loss there. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I chased the man who stole them, but he, I got lost. And then I found a dragon costume. And now Christine is engaged. She's what? I saw a ring on, on the finger, the engaged finger. Hmm. This seems very fantastical, brother. And I don't just say that because you are part dragon now. It does add a, a soupçon of fantasy to it, does it not? It certainly does, brother. Anyways, Philippe, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, it's almost time for the opera to begin. Uh, the opera? I forgot completely about it. Even being in an opera house. Yes, well, of course we are still going to see the show, are we not? Philippe, I must tell you, my heart is is torn in two. One wishes to run from this place as fast as I can. The other wants to sit as, as at least a minute. I've been I've been running quite a lot. Then yes, perhaps we can go and and have a have a seat before the the performance begins. And brother, I think we should watch the performance. We spend a lot of money on this, you know, and it it would be a shame to leave our box empty. Sure, yes, I I agree with you, Philippe. I will I will watch the opera with you. It's just plain old Benjamin Gray. You can call me Ben. You know, from Roleplay Recon. Not gonna do anything funny this time in the break because I have something I want to talk about. But first, priority is thanking Remick for being our guest and for playing Christine Daye in this series. She's Rem of the Realm on most social media. 
Uh, she's also joined the cast of the Abstract Adventures podcast, which is a comedy weekly D&D podcast. Uh, it's really funny. It's really cool. You can find all of her stuff at beacons.ai slash rim of the realm. There's also uh, a TTRPG she made there. You should check that out. Uh, and I'll put all this stuff in the episode description so you don't have to remember it right now. And you can just go click on it and get there easy. Um, all the music in this series is by Keijin Church. And they're everywhere you can get music on the internet. I think they're a computer in Italy that makes metal slash organ music. But that works for us. So thank you, computer in Italy. All right. Now, this is the thing I actually want to tell you about. This is the thing I want to talk about. There's a new thing on our Patreon. And it's my first ever bit of TTRPG writing. Uh, it's called Galleons of the Thunder Rosa. And it's a plug-and-play module for, like, D&D and Pathfinder and, like, D20-based systems like that. Although, I think you could probably plug it into anything that's got a character sheet and some kind of randomized element to its success and failure mechanics. So, also stuff like Savage Worlds is going to work. Um, but I tested it in D&D. Uh, and, basically, it's a... Uh, a set of mechanics for introducing uh, team-based racing in these big vehicles called galleons. And the galleons can be anything. Uh, I use a, like, pirate ship with wheels and this, like, magic engine in it as, like, examples in the book. But it can be spaceships. You can be just, like, actual boats on the water. You can be stagecoaches. Uh, you can fly dragons. Uh, whatever. I just use the word galleons as an example. But there's mechanics for, like... Outfitting these vehicles with weapons and, like, fighting other big vehicles as you go across this treacherous thing called the Thunderosa. You can get that on our Patreon for as little as $1. Um, you can also technically buy it on DriveThruRPG for more money than that. But, like, it seems like the Patreon is a good thing to do to me. Just saying. So, yeah. Please check that out. And if you do check that out and you do play that in your home game, please come into the Roleplay Recon Discord and tell me what you thought. Um, once again, that's the Roleplay Rec on Patreon and Galleons of the Thunderosa. Right now, it's the top post in our in our Patreon. This episode was edited by me, Benjamin Gray, and also sound designed by me, Benjamin Gray, and it was produced by Two Fish and a Jug. And Roleplay Recon is part of the Nerdsmith Network. All right, that's all I got. I promise. Now you, you can get back to the episode. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode of Phantom of the Opera. Daroga, the the place that you're in, um, not a lot has changed. It's still um, somewhat lit from an unknown source, and it's, it's still lit. pretty toasty. You're sweating a little bit, but you're not, like, on fire or anything. I'm going to pickle. I'm going to pickle. I'm going to pickle. I'm just going to say I'm going to pickle until I think of something to do. I'm going to pickle. 
<laughs> Should I come back to you? No, no, no. Well, it's just, it's not that I, like, I need time to think of something. I yeah. just, like, literally don't know. What, I'm, like, I'm in a prison cell with, like, the doors at the top and the only, I guess the, I can see the the light, but I, I, I'm guessing I can't actually reach that grate, right? I don't think you know where that grate is anymore. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Because when... Because the the mirror slid back over the grate, so that's not where the main light source is coming from. That was just like a okay, light source. Okay, I gotta figure out where that light source is coming from. Okay, Ben, uh, yeah, become a yeah? dragon. Are there any dragon costumes <laughs> near me? Roll for it. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> coward. If you get a twenty, I'll give you a dragon costume. <laughs> no, and, and whatever comes <laughs> along with to. that. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that because that that uh, I'm not. He would not look around for a dragon costume. That doesn't make sense <laughs> in character. But I'm gonna look for that light source. Um, I I know I know how Eric does this kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. Did he do it? You know, did he do this kind of stuff when I knew him like 13 years ago? I'm starting to spoil some stuff, but <laughs> like <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to like footsie around the spoiler is like no it's a ghost guys it totally is a ghost christine and raul aren't the only childhood sweethearts <laughs> oh got him um let's see here so um what kind of what kind of evils are from your past the time to spill this uh <laughs> this i don't think no i think eric and i got up to different shit is the thing. You got up to di- some different shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. then you got up some to some different shit. Yeah. So, um, no, you know that he's like, he's he's into some shit, but you were not like up to any of this kind of shit. So, yeah, and in fact, the uh, the old habits he's talking about is not the things I feel bad about. <laughs> like, like, like the the crimes part of it wasn't was I was like that's the one thing I feel good about. So yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, jeez, I, I, I'm just trying to like leverage. Like, I know, I know this person. Um, I, 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 he's hard to understand, but I think I understand him a lot better than most people. Would he have a way out of this? Like, what if he fell in here? What does he do then? That's uh, a good question. So, thinking that, I'm looking around. How? How would he get out of his own trap? So that's, I'm going to call that a brains. That's my that's my argument for calling this brains. All right, I accept your brains roll. Um, I am going to say that this would be quite impressive. This would be quite impressive um, if you were to find this. All right. Well, I got five adversity <laughs> tokens to burn. <gasps> we'll see how it goes. Nice. So I get to roll a d12 for this. I'm going to lower it a little bit though. Because you do know the kind of person he is, so perhaps you would know the kinds of things to look for. I also, like, have a very good reason to think that he would not want to kill me. So we're going to put it at a 16, then. I think that's fair. Okay. I think I can... If I roll good, I can do it. Yeah. It's it's a lot more it's possible doable. than Alex's... Like, double explosion earlier. <laughs> Which, like, right. almost happened. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, no, even with my adversity tokens, I couldn't make that. Um, oh. 
I might, so I roll the six. Okay. So you failed by ten? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is a profound failure. Do I get Ooh. to take another token, though? You do get another token. Boom. You sure yeah. do. You're, you're counting them up, then. Let's Raking see. I just, I can't, I can't wait to, like, go to the, like, front of the counter at the casino and cash them in. It's going to be great. <laughs> right? can get a giant plush. Now, if I have the most of those at the end of the game, do I win? Is that how I win? <gasps> I don't think so. Oh, they're victory oh, okay. tokens? They're victory tokens. Oh, shit. I don't think so. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> they're just for the I adversity. I might lose. <laughs> in fact. Maybe it's like golf. Ooh. I love the... Okay, I have to read this description, though. It's so good. The failure is profound. There will be consequences for this failure, likely in keeping with what would be expected, but that doesn't mean that those consequences won't be very bad. These consequences may strongly influence the course of the current play session. Generally, though, a character will only find themselves failing this badly when they bite off more than they can probably chew or because of the cruelty of the GM. You step on a field of glass. <laughs> well... Very Sorry. <laughs> me looking around a room for a light bulb doesn't seem like me biting off more than I could chew. So where does that leave us? Where does that leave us indeed? <laughs> looking around for... When you say it like that, when you say, oh, I'm just looking around for a light bulb. <laughs> yeah, but you can make anything sound stupid if you say it like that. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. But this is a, a profound failure. Um, gosh. So you're looking around. Um, what kinds of things are you doing while you're looking around for this? Are you like? Maybe, maybe I'll feel around, but like, are the surfaces super hot? Oh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. You should touch one and find out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm touching it to see if it's super hot. So yeah. please keep that in mind. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. It's pretty warm. Okay. Yeah. It, it didn't. When you touched it, it didn't sear your skin. But you know that if you just like kept your hand on it for a while, okay. it would. It would. So yeah, yeah. I'll I'll use my hands to guide me. But like anytime I f I touch a surface, I'm going to like recoil quickly so that I don't keep my hand on anything for a long time. That's smart. That's how. That's how our evolutionary brains work. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I guess. <laughs> uh, can we call it a flight roll? <laughs> I'm trying to escape. I'm trying to escape quickly and find a way out of here. Yes. Okay. Uh, ha, 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 ha. You're trying to find a way out. That is what your goal is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you a 17 for this. No, not going to do it. Uh, eight. So you roll, you, you failed by nine this time. Well, it's not a disaster. It's not as bad as a 10, um, but it's bad. Short-term consequences. You're feeling around and walking around and trying desperately to find a way out of here. But the more that you do it, the more lost you seem. You don't see a way out. And in fact, you're not even sure the way that you came from. You don't see like the, the latch in the ceiling. Maybe you're going around in circles. Maybe you've moved to a completely different area. You have absolutely no idea. You're pretty well lost at this point. How's that? Uh, how's it feeling in here? Toasty. Maybe it's time Pretty to take toasty. off my jacket. <laughs> it's a little it's less just, toasty. Is this just is this just a ploy for him to get me out of my clothes? Is that what this is? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's this is weird, Eric. So this is weird. <laughs> uh, like weirder than usual, Eric. 
<laughs> I'm still dying in here. Dying is such a strong word. That this is cold natured Ben. Like just um, imagining a room being hot. Like is is it is it at least seventy one degrees, Jency? It is well over seventy one degrees. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right now. It's like eighty, probably. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> What's up with these trees? I guess. What what's up with these like Mega Man ass? So you are near one. It looks like a real tree. Mm-hmm. Like not like it does? Wait, by it that like I d- looks. Okay. No, no. Sorry. Uh, by that I mean that it doesn't look like a reflection. <laughs> like it seems oh, like it's oh oh okay because it's hard for you to tell. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, okay, I'm gonna uh, t- touch it. Yeah, you touch it, and whoa, it's warm, just like everything. But it it feels like. Like a solid metal tree. When you touched it, it didn't, like, move or anything. What do you want from me, Eric? I'm not going to tell them you're here. I came to find you. Don't leave me down here. Let me help you. Why don't you roll charm for that? It's not good. So I got a d4 in this. Oh, snap. <laughs> See, I was going to put it at 10, because I was like, 10's a pretty low number. Well, I might be able to do it with my... You can do it. It'll explode. Double explosions. I've it's I've seen it before. <laughs> seen I might be able to pull it off. Also, I've got a, a pile of adversity tokens I'm sitting on. Ooh. All right, I'm gonna put it at ten. See, I feel like the, what sucks. This is this is like <laughs> one thing that's not great about this game is like, sure, I'm not charming to like most people, but I feel like I should be able to charm this guy, right? Mm, yeah. This is the only person in the world that might be charmed by me. But anyway. Well, because you're so I'll, gritty. I'll put it down to a nine then. I'll put it down a, a bracket. <laughs> oh my god, did I just negotiate? I should be doing that more. You negotiated. Okay. Well, I rolled a four. Ooh, like, I rolled ooh. the max that I could, oh. so I exploded. Yes! There's one. So there's one. Come on, come on, come on. One more. Uh, I only rolled a one that time, but that's oh, a five, and with five. my with my adversity tokens, I can bring it up to a nine. <gasps> uh, how many do I need to do? Five plus what? You said nine, so five plus four? Yeah. So I spend four. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna barely succeed, I think. <gasps> Okay, yeah, all right, so um, you bring it up to a nine, and... Oh my god, that felt so good to succeed on a roll in this game. Oh my god, this is yeah, what nice. it feels like for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's like, oh, it's warm, and it's good. That's the radiation. This is what Debbie Tequila feels like all the time. <laughs> Did somebody say tequila? <laughs> You're not here in this scene. <laughs> oh. Run, run, girl, get help. <laughs> And you you kind of half expected that to not work, but somewhere a mirror slides and exposes a grate. Daroga, after all this time, why have you come for me? We said we would. But why now? I was afraid. Afraid of what? Of you. <laughs> why are you afraid of me, friend? I was worried you had changed, and from what I've seen, I think you have. I don't think you are well. I have been very hard at work on something. I can tell. I have been very hard at work on multiple things. (laughs) 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 And it has taken a lot of my attention. But I am so close to being finished with everything. Let me help you. I came for you. I... If I let you out of there, you're going to ruin everything. Everything that I've worked hard on. How? The people here don't even know my name. They've seen you. I've seen you walking around talking to them. I tried not to. I really did. 
I know. I saw that too. It was kind of cute. You're talking about the boy. I, d- I am not a friend of the boy. I just thought he could lead me to you. And then, oh, there is just the longest pause. Why does this dude not like me? What did I do to him? <laughs> why, why do you not like him? What did he do to you? He's just an idiot aristocratic boy. He's... Uh, you don't understand. He is trying to ruin everything that I have worked so hard on. I have been training and teaching and writing and creating and it's so close to being realized and he is going to come in here and ruin everything and so are you. I, I, I want to help you m- make your masterpieces. I'm so close. I have found the one. You don't understand, I found the one, and I know she is the one, and I am so close. I am so close. Tomorrow night, I will tell them all. I will show them all my masterpiece. So yeah, this talk is like, not. Like, he has lost a plot now, and he's like, the one? What the one? For what? To perform my greatest masterpiece, to show the world. How would I ruin that? Every time you're around, I can't... I can't focus on my work. So you'll leave me here in a boiling prison? I saved your life, Herrick. I spared you. I just need you to stay out of my way for just a little longer. If that's what you want. And then you hear a click and one of the mirrors swings open and reveals a door. Be well, Eric. I hope we talk again. <laughs> 